Hi everybody, and welcome to part two of our review of Lil Darkie's album that totally exists called This Does Not Exist. Stop doing that. Even though it exists. <laughs> My name is Holden Stefan Roy. My name is Chris Chrome. What up, guys? And this is the Headspace Podcast, the show where we break down albums like Lil Darkie's This Does Not Exist, but it exists track by track, giving thoughts on every single song. And we already talked about the first six songs. And we did our intro. So for all of your burning questions about why we're reviewing Lil Darkie and anything else that we talked about in part one, you should check that out. If you're like, fuck that, been here long enough. I only really like track seven through 13 anyway. Well, stick around and we're going to get into it as we answer the pivotal question of the evening. I mean, the day, I guess it's night. It's like 8, 12 p.m. It's evening. It's 8, night. 12 p.m. as we're recording this on january 3rd just in case you were wondering but the question is where is darky so something we didn't really comment on is how most of the song titles are capitalized except for the first song rap music which relative to the ones not that intense in terms of sound it's still on like this softer kind of and even though it's got like that energy it's softer then it's all caps and all sorts of intense. And then we get, where's Darky? Little letters. And I was wondering, is this gonna be a, a softer little ditty? And Wendigo, that genius just does it again. Cause it's just like left field, like this just guitar strungy like situation. And, and little Darky just like sings the whole track. And on the real, it's like, it's pretty beautiful. Yeah. Just this. <clears throat> Lil Oasis, because this is the halfway point on a 13 track album, track seven is the middle. So you get to the middle of the desert. Is the desert kicking the shit out of you because what yeah. a desert does. Any RPG video game where you go in the desert will teach you that. And then there's always the Oasis. And that's what I think this song serves sonically. It's like a break of the other chaotic intensity. Like this honestly is the most conventional sounding track that i think we're gonna get on this project as far as they go which i think is conventional like it's really broken into short stanzas it feels like a, a rock folk ballad like it's it's not even a hip-hop song it's right. just like a regular rock song mm -hmm. almost um the way he sings it is is beautiful and i don't know if he's talking to somebody he cares about or if he's i think it's about like a partner or somebody but my love let me take you for a ride my blood remind me i'm alive enough people want to act surprised you shine you win i'm like again we're we're on that little darky crazy lyrics like little darky's got a little something to the way he spits where it's confusing as all shit but it makes you think so I wonder if he's talking to the fans is like the ethereal message to it or if it's to somebody, the people close to him in his life. But when you have my love and my blood, so that's like the people I care about and the people I'm related to, my family, mm -hmm. you know, but then my blood remind me I'm alive enough. That could also be talking about drugs. This could just be a drug song too because my love let me take you for a ride. Drug reference. My blood remind me I'm alive enough. The drugs hit your system. They run through your right. blood. People want to act surprised you shine you in, you know? Maybe you feel like an ethereal way. Right. So I love the way that he writes 
in such a way where so many different things can be true about his lyrics, which is well, cool. Even if we were to continue, right? My love, let me make you run and hide from me. I keep everything inside of me. Let out none unless we vibe. We'll try, we'll see. Like, if we're going to talk about the drug aspect, you know, smoking compared to popping a pill could give you a different effect could give you and, and i'm saying effect in terms of like i don't know maybe if you smoke you feel you're not really vibing well but if you pop a pill you're vibing so now you're gonna let things out you're gonna feel more comfortable you're gonna feel more you know what i mean like i i know it's a i'm, I'm trying to reach here but i i think you i mean i don't think it gives you a lot of choice you gotta reach that's that's what this kind of music <clears throat> right. is i think you're supposed to think on it i think I think he's deliberately not clear in his message because while it's there, and I'm certain some young person's gonna be like, it's so fucking obvious. Well, or the worst is when people comment like, because like we're putting out that the review now. I know that the album came out on the first. It's the third. I listened to it honestly. I today was the first day I heard it. I'll be honest, didn't even sleep on it. Mm -hmm. But I gave it a lot of listens. Um, and somebody's gonna come to it in like February or january 2022 and be like it's so fucking obvious what the lyrics are i'm like yeah in a week and a half i'm going to agree with you so right. whoever comments i'll agree with you in the future when you tell me what the, the lyrics mean to you this is why it's almost like your first reaction that's what we're doing here mm -hmm. um anyway so you're allowed to, to stretch on this it's not like as clear as say other people have been <laughs> what i heartache trapped inside a dark place Singing outside park stays, very scary and peaceful where we play. Now, does heartache mean it's a relationship? Does heartache mean, is it just when your heart hurts, like like your family's letting you down or you're letting your family down or, right? Cause we're tying it into like the blood, the, the, the love and all of that. Like there clearly seems to be some type of emotional damage that he's trying to express here. Or it's drugs too, cause drugs let you down. Oh shit. Please stop drinking so much. Please stop smoking that tobacco. And I, I feel like it's it's not meant to be like tobacco. It's meant to be like wacky tobacco. Yeah, but yeah, it could yeah. also be like smoking that tobacco in a literal sense. Oh, you know, I know, you know, it covers the pain. And I like that too, because it's kind of like reflecting a little bit on how this use of escapism does dull the senses. And when you use chemicals, <clears throat> that numb pain and to, to feel away it it ends up being a lie a temporary you know i can't stand a sight of you no more you biting right into my core so maybe it's the way the toxicity of human relationships can be or it's the relationship with your drug of choice that is turning on you as the addiction cycle flips into something where it's impacting you in a negative way then it's like shit wait and then he sings and it's like lay me down lay me down maybe now you'll see my face again could be a relationship could also be drugs and that's what makes it really really cool like as if you've had those turbulent fights with your girlfriend or your boyfriend and then halfway through you realize whatever you're fighting for is not really worth it and instead what you really want to be doing is moving all that away and cuddling mm -hmm. with this person whether you're hiding from the problems or not um you know we forget to regret anything at all we worship the free shit see us spin and fall I which thought, is very interesting because it's like 
we forget to regret anything at all it's like he's he's bringing to light that there is no regret there is no shame there but is also no... we're not learning from our mistakes right absolutely and then we worship the free shit see us spin and fall it's like i know that picture fortnite and microtransactions yeah no that that that's it it's like streaming youtube videos fortnite microtransaction uh, games all these things and even like with music you know like we, we the music you can get for free that's widely available no of course is there's got to be a lot of quality artists out there who gate their shit if you want the music you have to pay and i wonder if life's like that right now like the the quality stuff is is hidden behind paywalls Whoa. where people aren't aware of it as the world consumes deliberate free content that's designed because like even right now like the dopest learning creators are pulling off of youtube into their own lanes and well this is how i this is how my brain thinks of it right like there's a post going around on Facebook about this whole Tubi website, right? And they're making the comparison between Netflix and Tubi where Netflix costs X amount per month and Tubi's free. And for me, when I look at that, it's like at a certain point, I don't know if Netflix was free at one point. No. Right? I don't know that. But I'm saying more like when the idea of something being widely available is there and you can access it at any time you start to lose the you start to take it for granted you lose the 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 i guess the gratefulness or the cherishness you would have for this thing um and that's kind of how i i feel like we're always trying to chase that new free thing that new whatever thing that we don't have to pay for or whatnot so there's another side to it too where it's like you don't necessarily question things that are free if you're talking drugs if it's floating around the room you're not going right. to think twice and do it or if the sex is free as in it's easy and it's convenient you're not going to think twice you're going to go pursue it so by always taking advantage of the free opportunities rather than considering other outcomes you'll spin and fall and you'll even see that transcend into things like life dreams if your whole world is how to be free you're not going to conceive what i would do if i could have ten thousand dollars and then you'll never start dreaming in a way that will let you plan in a way to kind of get there um but then in the vapidness of a relationship like that how can i love you at all if i can hate me burn up all the bomb until there ain't green and so it's pointing out, you know, smoke up that marijuana until it's ash, hide up all the emotions. I hate myself. I can't love you. And then, Which is very interesting to me. Um, how can I love you at all if I can hate myself, if I can hate me? It's like, how do we really know? It's like you can't, uh, you can't love somebody if you don't love yourself. So which is very interesting the way he puts it where it's like how can i love you like questioning his love for people or questioning just the idea of loving somebody when you internally know you hate yourself that's crazy at least to me yeah um i mean that's just typical stuff and then i just kind of like how he he like ends it on this my love let me make you run and hide from me i keep everything inside of me let out none unless we tribe one family and then a la 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 till the end and it just kind of feels like he bottles up everything consumes a lot of drugs and whatever to not feel and that kind of 
destroys the relationships in his life. So in a sense, his relationships with drugs is fucked and his relationships with people is fucked because everything's so vapid in general. I thought it was a really deep, <clears throat> interesting song. Another one that, like at first, when I first listened to it, I was like, boring. Because <laughs> relative to the other ones, it was like, okay but then i thought about it and i kind of got into the vibe and the way he delivers it is just beautiful and then there's that little skit at the end where it's like yo brandon brandon don't come with that weak shit don't mm -hmm. be a bitch brandon mm -hmm. you know, that was, it was just random and funny and broke it up but it also but it's like it's it's that actually plays a part in this whole idea right like he kind of goes through this and and i feel like there's a lot of emotion into this and there's a lot of like he's kind of fluctuating between loving and hating himself and kind of questioning like because the line where it goes mama i'm so sorry for my species treachery against you let's make love and behave like we're meant to kind of tells me like you know many things like there's people who think that you know we're just like animals and we should just be doing what animals do there's you know the concept of just you know love and peace to all humans and we should all just treat each other equally and everybody respects and blah 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 so there's many there, like, there's many emotions that i feel that are coming from this song and what i also like with that outro is that brandon is being shut down for his emotions right so it's like this whole song gets contrasted if that's the correct term um at the end with this outro where it's like you just now spent a whole song being emotional and now you're being surrounded by people who actually may not let you be like that like you're so, kind of and then if you think about the title it's almost like people would hear this and be like where's darky come on where's that darky that we come to grow in love right and then fine he's like i'm done with i give this a 4.5 give it a 4.2 he's like i'm done with the the weak shit Let's talk blood money, all caps again. This is like the first beat where it pulled me out of 4.5 territory. Oh shit. It's like, a, I'm giving this one a 4.35 off the drum. It's still an excellent song. I think what Lil Darky does is remarkably interesting the way he does that scream rap shit. Yep. I think this song stands as equal quality to pretty much anything on this album any of my great choices are stylistic preferences but yeah what do you think about this one i think this song is about how society doesn't give a fuck about us because they make money off of us that's how life is my friend that's kind of what i got from this so um we start off with like and I and there's only some parts that I, I really kind of get that picture from the rest of the, the rest of the song I'm a little bit confused so it starts off with uh, wait 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 who is that I don't know now you are that shit you feel you are instead of what you are told now for me right away I kind of feel like he's trying to say like you are what you feel and like you don't have to let people tell you what you are you you have to feel it in yourself you got to become your own man woman person whatever um, hold on to nothing because everything will fold. All right, everything's temporary. I, I kind of understand that. I'm so cold, stand tall, would you be so bold? I don't really know what he's saying there. Uh, the I'm so cold kind of feels like, um, like he's just reinforcing, like he doesn't give a fuck, like he's just being real. Um, like, I mean, it kind of reminds me of like Gary V videos and like stand tall, be a man, get that money like 
If you watch that entrepreneurial content, it just kind of feels like that. A man followed and called out, I'm in his mold. Like he was just in mind. His spirit trusted mine. I had to hold a person down when I crushed his spine. I said that. And it kind of sounds like there's a viciousness to the way he's approaching this. Like somebody looked out to him. He took advantage. He crushed that situation. Mm-hmm. And hold on to everything. Cause ev- hold on to nothing because everything will fold. It's like... Well, I mean, it starts off like you're feeling away. You're feeling like you are the person you believe you are. Right. You can get out there and get everything. Right. Don't believe into the nothings of society because everything's going to fall. You are a motherfucking winner. (laughs) You are worth a million bucks. Do you want to let Chris Chrome get out there and take that money? Or do you want to get out there and get that money yourself? All you got to do is give me $49.95 a month and I will give you the game plan to success, motherfuckers. I would love to do those videos and just see if I... You know what the truth is? I could probably make a lot of money selling nothing to people if I wrote a 35-page ebook. That's a real business model. They advertise to me. It's all I get in YouTube ads is motherfuckers telling me how to get rich and the occasional yeah. woman trying to tell me how to get rich. And they all sound like that. But that's what this sounds like to me. <clears throat> One of those ads. Anyway, I said that war is raw no matter how you flip it. I like that because war is raw. Yep, it's a raw experience. And if you flip it, it's, it's real. I'm sure appalled by how the blood is dripping on Sorty Fall. He feels his stomach ripping. His mom is tripping, brother. And I like the fact that he goes into this gruesome picture of like somebody dying to the point of a mother crying. And he follows up this whole savagery of killing somebody almost to relate to the fact that in this life this this whole commercial game feels like war and it's as ruthless as killing people but isn't that what like in terms of just like marketing and everything like it's all it feels like all war like one rapper's trying to be better than the next one company's trying to be better than the next it's all it's kind of it's it's an online is what it feels like too right um never gone forgive them you create hate make a son go missing you want to get revenge avenge the cycle never stop how can we forget the man that took the final shot so it's almost like now maybe looking and then if we correlate it it's not just that it could also be like gang violence or things right, like absolutely. that because again darky does that double entendre lyrical shit which is interesting because he kind of alludes to the fact that it's never going to stop like how can you forgive the man that took the final shot but it's like i'm sitting here going but it doesn't stop though and never then, gonna forgive them you create hate make a son go missing he want to get revenge avenge the cycle never stop and so then, you're already telling us the cycle doesn't stop it's like it's like this he's i feel like he's kind of just alluding to this idea of like as long as people keep dying or it's, it's gonna keep it's just happening. gonna keep going because then, <clears throat> you know you take out my brother and then he's like i just like when he's like i don't fucking know he's hanging with his friends in the vinyl shop don't ask me like what the solution is he's like you could become a cop or forgive the man that got your fucking brother popped and those would be solutions i suppose you could become a cop that gives you a semblance of protection you could do things differently you could be better or you could offer forgiveness to the person who murdered your brother which in itself sounds ridiculous which isn't that the it's probably what people could do but isn't that the case in a lot of situations that's literally what the solution could be no but isn't that literally the case that happened with the cop that shot the dude in the in the apartment and then Mm. then he the brother his brother literally went up on court i'm sure there's 50 cases like that but you could be that one no but the one but i know what you're talking about the judge yes that could be that one yeah anyway hey look political hey i'm smart Anyway, 
overseas or something for god knows what fucking reason pumping oil abundant finding hunting and human people to sell more guns in the hundreds that's a lot of that war really good like a lot of that war in the middle east stuff a lot of war is driven off of that so just pointing at how many people have had to die so that the u.s government can maintain its one trillion dollar uh u.s military industrial military complex and it's some fucked up shit um mom who's bombing london a cunt did you got you don't got to think it's okay to move on you don't got to move on if you want dude gone figure out the masterminds and shoot them so it's like figure out who fucking did that bomb and take him out but i like the fact that he's just like a cunt did that like fuck that person you know um and then i like how learn to grow your own food before they stop feeding you needing you alive your survival is not i did enjoy that thought because go on well, it's just commenting on how, at the end of the day, if the government were to so de- deem or the people who run the world, the cabal of secret evils, decides that we are no longer relevant, they could effectively destroy our food supply. And then how many of y'all watching this actually know how to grow food and shit? Most of us can't. So we rely on a government supplying us with food in those grocery stores and shit to stay <coughs> alive, you know? Which connects part and and just because we're talking about it it kind of connects part with like some tracks we had on the previous part of the album where like we're leaning up against these walls of division we're leaning up against these like feeling controlled and under pressure because like like you just said if they wanted to they cut out our food supply i don't know how to grow food anyway uh too pussy to burn your own paper you see in this number that it somehow makes you greater check it so this is like you're not willing to give up the money to maybe have that sustainability that's kind of what i thought it was like i took it more literally like he you're you're too afraid to actually because you know burning money is illegal right so that's also a literal thing right but it's 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 crazy like you're too afraid i think we're allowed to burn our money that's like free speech oh no i mean in the states it's illegal i don't know if we can in canada um but in any case, I'm kind of just saying, like, I like how he's he's also laying it, laying, layering it down as in, like, you're, you guys are too afraid to rebel. Like, you know, seeing some, like, rebellious movies, they're lighting the money and they're going after the whole, like, White House or king or government or whatever. But, like, that's kind of what I took from that. It was cool. Um, and then, yeah, blood, money, dollar, dripping, falling in the water. You ain't make a son or a daughter bringing up a lamb for the slaughter. So that's gruesome. I visualization mean, right there so it's 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 like you didn't really make a kid when you breeded you you brought somebody that's gonna just die because of how fucked up the pursuits of everything is like all of the decisions in the sake of capitalism and like just look at the electric car like on the real 20 years ago big oil crushed that shit instead of letting technology happen all for the sake of the dollar anyway it's kind of like a really interesting shit and then it like I do kind of like metamorphosizes into this like inverse. Well, I just wanted to touch upon the whole slaughter thing again. Um, I do like how I got this vision of like when you bring a kid into the world, it's not even for the joy of having the kid. It's really just for like everything you're teaching it is going to be useless because it's going to fall into like a norm of what it's supposed to just do. Well, I think it's like stating that you brought your child in, but you brought it into a world where it's going to get fucking killed. So you basically brought in a lamb for the slaughter. But because of the decisions made, especially regards to the planet and environment and shit related to money and whatnot, that's what I took. Mm -hmm. And then 
Uh, disarm one dot bomb wrong for a dumb bitch. Don't injure me. Don't imprison me. Spinning my innards turn liver to chitterlings. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Chitterlings is like some fucking old ass word. Uh, flip it to the bigger beings. Dump the rest and then come collect. When the sun descends, farm your organs. They all have significant importance. You could hold a couple mil today for a heart. And I like how he's breaking that down. That basically you could be more valuable, almost dead. Like if they don't like you, they can kill you. Farm your organs. It's worth this much fucking money. Um, don't worry about the page you tore apart. All the Marines do it. I can see through it. Children bleed moving through the streets. Stupid. No, you need to do it. That's some clean shooting. And it's just like, I guess it's looking at the war and the consequences and what it really looks like, like everywhere else. I don't know, man. When you look at the darty, dark money involved in a lot of this shit, especially how, like, literally just today, like, the stock prices for all of these companies that make weapons and shit for the states went up crazy fucking amount just because invest in the war machine when uh, political assassination takes place um all that to say i like to track but i like to lice so 4.35 i gave this song a four on five all right the next one is called the sands of time so like to me this one is also a 4.35 it's it's produced by Sulsa. Now Sulsa got a five out of me earlier on the album. I'm just saying, but um, I don't know. I listened to this a whole bunch, and there's not one listen through where by the end of the song I was paying attention. Maybe I was just feeling a little burnout here at track nine. But uh, how did you feel about this one? I felt like it was actually really <clears throat> interesting the way he did this. I kind of feel like the sands of time. He's expressing just motions and experiences that kind of happen through life maybe his life his surroundings um we start off stripping under street lights i see like three dykes t uh, tripping can i see right now right away i'm like okay you're probably tripping you don't really know what's going on around there but you are giving us a vivid description of what is kind of around your environment three lesbians tripping is he seeing that right because it seems like a weird fantasy almost like a hallucination <clears throat> Like, it's kind of mm. weird to see randomly. Like, you look up and... I kind of took it as, like, prostitutes and hookers. Maybe. Like, stripping under streetlights. Like, you know. Um, kind of took like that. Oh, right. I thought he was stripping. I see what you're saying. He's just looking up and seeing three women stripping. Yeah. Like, uh, like he's, like, on a bench or whatnot. He's like, bug, me, bug on me linger. I feel a tug and I tingle. So he's getting horny. Right, like ho, like that's, no. That's that clever, right? Like, cause it's almost like down in your pantal area as your dick wiggles, it gets a little tighter down there. You know, like I'm wearing some sweatpants. If it wants to stand up, I'll feel a tightness as it pushes against the fabric. This is why I wear big sweatpants. Oh man, I like to. I never get ones. tight. I'm always loose. I want, I want to like go out there and then. I want to like, I like it when I'm in sweatpants and I stand in front of somebody and I don't say anything. <laughs> just if it happens or I'll have some like tighter skinny jeans on or something, you know, sometimes. And, and, and the look just goes down. It does. Yep. And you're just like, at least, at least, I mean, come on. It's not my fault. I have a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so he feels the tug and the tingle in his dick area. Like, ho, like, no, that can't be right. Bella ringer. Like, people, who could that be, right? And I just feel like he's tripping, and he's looking, and he thinks it's a girl. And then somebody rings on his door, and he opens up the door. 
blood on my fingers again. She runs and I bring her the pen. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Um, so... Trickle, trickle, uh, blood on my fingers. She run, then I bring her to pen. I, I, I think it's bring her the pen, and the pen might be, you know, the tampon. Mm, right? right? Green, green marijuana, marijuana turning, so he's twisting up. And red then, wine. But it I, turns red, because when you light the green marijuana up, it's a red nug when I've been with my friends blowing smoke. Or maybe he tears the pussy up and it bleeds when he's passing it around with his homies. All running that train. Send it to heaven, oh man. I mean, no, I think that's more like an ode to like kiss the sky type shit, like where he takes the inhale and then blows it up to sure. heaven. Um, I've been walking the block with a pen, not rocking with my cock by the firing pin. Sometimes I'd be talking. Uh, I would rather you don't know my hand. I'm like, all right. I don't know. This one I just had a lot of trouble getting into. It's the same kind of vagities, <clears throat> almost like an insecurity like, in it. It does, I don't think I think it's more of just his surroundings, right? So, um, uh, sometimes I've been talking. I would rather you don't know my hand. Whatever, climbing yeah, and hopping makes up. sense. Like he's speaking to you because he has to. But he doesn't want you. You don't want a lot of people to know what you're thinking. Fair enough. So, uh, climbing and hopping a fence. I'm robbing the cop for his pants. The only reason why that's funny to me is because cops in Montreal wear like legitimate real pants, not like. No, they wear those funny pants to protest for a while. But I think they're back to uniforms. No, they're still well, could be, but there's some that are still walking around. But they look like army pants. Mm. So it's like I see random people. I see people on the street wearing those army pants as well so that's why it was funny to me but the idea of it is like he could be coming from like a grim reality where it's like even cops are getting beaten up in this world um <clears throat> i like when he goes uh fuck your children person pop at you skipping you prance watching you doing your dance move your feet so it's like shooting at the ground yeah exactly like but then if we think about how often dancing gets used in different ways throughout this project i think that's oh, fascinating shit too. what if robbing the cop for his pants isn't literally his pants but his like waist belt with the gun on it like he's just saying like yo i'm trying to save my life so i'm trying to get what's on your pants oh that's some dope shit fuck with other fuck with other people people out of people out of come fuck up your chance so i feel like he's saying that once you kind of move out of your circle and he's trying to like meet new people or whatnot other people are like getting jealous and they hatred so that it's like they're trying to get envious or whatnot uh reaper keep time by the sands as the sands of time yeah. and the reaper will come to yeah. take your soul christopher and my mama know i'm tripping because i get it from her let her call i'd rather be alone Th this right here is really intense how could you be such a piece of shit ama gave you a home i'm not i'm gonna not pick up the phone i got rots inside my bones no matter what you do don't forget to breathe and that whole part right there for me is really like He's being super honest in his own, call it depression, call it whatever he's feeling. And that even when his mother calls, it's like, you should give her that respect. Pick up the phone, talk to your mom. You know, she's always been there for you, had your back. But he's so in his own like feelings that like, he's just sitting there, not even answering the phone, wanting to ignore the world, maybe super high and out of it, which I can relate to a lot. Um, how could be? How could you be such a piece of shit? Ama gave you a home. Now Ama is just a, a, a rearranging of the word mama, uh, but I like the way that he, he 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 turned it into a name, in terms of like just general like giving it like a general picture to it and then i'm um, rhymes it with i'm uh, ignore it and then he just kind of has a social recluse and is hiding from the world you know mm -hmm. 
Uh, anyway, I don't, there's not a lot more in this track. I don't know. I kind of got bored by the end of it. I did like stew in my feelings as a habit. Stewing, stew in my feelings a habit. Gripping the foot of a rabbit, tripping I'm full off that acid now. Stew, and then you're tripping on acid because like the connection to uh, Alice and the Wonderland and yep. whatnot. Like it's totally fine. I just felt like it was hard. Like by the end, I was like, eh, it's okay. I gave it a four point three five. I gave it a four out of five. Anyway, uh, next up is a five-minute track. We really have added some length here. It's called Ego Death. So this is literally the second track about egos dying uh, we are talking about in a span of like four hours of real lifetime for us, even if the reviews are released at separate points. Is that not insanity? I, it was, and it was actually really interesting because I preferred this one better. I like this I like this whole album better than the Jerry Robbins one, but I just thought it was weird that two tracks with the basically the other one's called Ego, this one's Ego, whatever. But yeah, right off the jump, what a fucking crazy start. Like first time in the studio and this ain't even my session, fuck impressing people and fuck how you dress in bigger shit to do. The lesson is to move like you some resin slow. And I kind of like that whole thing. Like, I wonder if this really was that track. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I'm doubtful. I think this is more like he's he's presenting more of an attitude. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's really how it worked the first time for him. He was just in the studio and it wasn't his session. And he's just kind of recollecting on that moment. He's not impressing anyone. He just fucking rips it. But I like I like that idea, right? Because like, I like how he says it's the first time. And and usually on your first time, you know, you want to impress people and yeah. stuff like that. But that's an ego. And that is your like, nah. And fuck how you dressing, which is also related to ego. And the bigger lesson is to move slow, be spetty, you know, nod your head, spit your head in your intestines, which is like spit your guts, right. which is keep it fucking real. Stressing, go chill out then. Don't you be pouting. I'm like, this is pretty straightforward. He's like, don't be a little bitch. But I like how pouting says poop. <laughs> Um, a mountain as in we count and climbing this mountain I'm down friend and I like that like there's this little bit of a, a twist so this whole album has been like an onslaught or whatever in the last track it seems like he's reflecting in his room and he came to the death of his ego and I wonder if there's a bit of um connecting a story, story to arc this. to it where it starts off with <clears throat> rap music kind of presenting a commentary in an ironic sense on what rap music really is and then walks you through this deep emotional experience of his journey with drugs and all this other shit the crazy environments whatever to this point where now because the tone is so much more positive and interesting here um I'm down to tussle. You need some muscle like bicep. I'm, he's slipping high-tech drug I didn't even try yet. Which is interesting because he hasn't tried lean. But also high-tech as in like fancy shit, like a way of living life that is oh, nice. okay. a higher way okay. of living that I haven't. I don't have that money. Like not everyone can try out VR. Not everyone has an Oculus. I'm pretty happy. It's brand new in my life. Or... Um, Never, yeah, yeah. I'm on that Fitbit, but it's not as cool as his Samsung Galaxy. I have a Pit Boy. Uh, for all you Fallout lovers, get yourself a Samsung watch. You can get a Pit Boy screen. Or walks with us. Be practical and get a Fitbit Versa Two, which comes with Flappy Bird for free for some. Flappy Bird for some reason. I can play it on my fucking watch. I do it in the shower sometimes. Just to, like, you ever do some superfluous shit? Like you're in the shower. And you're like, I can play Flappy Bird on my Fitbit. And then you're standing there in the shower. 
and he wastes like a few minutes. No, I don't bring my watch into the shower. But mine's completely waterproof. Yeah, so is mine. I could put it on water mode. You have a mode for water? Yeah. What is that? Okay, anyway, this is not really the point. We'll talk about that off camera. Unless you guys want to care, in which case, Chris Chrome will come give you a description in the comments like, it's, of water it's, mode. It's legitimately a thing. You just go to, like, setting and... Um, what is the point of yeah, it? Yeah, water mode. Look, the little teardrop. Why? And then I go into water Nobody mode. Nobody can hear now, you if you're talking that way. Well, see, so now, like, every like now if water gets onto it or whatnot, it oh, doesn't... Oh, it doesn't like, react to the screen. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I now can go swimming are. and That's shit. That's fair. Let's go but back it also, to the states. We're back to I the song. I think it's like sweating and stuff because it only does. It's fine. Back to the song. Does, they like this. They want to know. Do you guys really want to know stuff you can Google? I mean, there's other. Oh, YouTube I can't even touch it. Okay, that's shit. Okay, How do okay, I Okay, let's out? go back to the song that we're talking about. Okay, but now I can't touch. That's my fine. You can figure that out <laughs> after. We'll have a little break. See soon, and you can take a look over there. But or never, why they looking for someone doing shit to hate on I'm a darky doing shit you hate and you ain't wrong that I grew up with a good father, Kylie Ma, great mom, so I'ma run into my pants come off in the paint gone. And he said that earlier on the album too, like way back kinda like when he's talking about dancing and shit and almost like paving his own lane. Like that's how he's gonna break the paints of like I guess conformity. But I kinda like how he's living a life that people are almost jealous of, so they hate on him. Down to the point is like, fuck you, I had a good family. Ha huh. like you can hate me for that too. That I put out there. Why you making that long stare at need while I belong here with the people I can't bear that see wanna make it back home before another human fat womb had me smoking that Pop Tart smelling Mary that'll stop parts cat pee. I'm like, that's the fucking stupidest line. That's fine. Um it flows out and it's just like I have a lot more to add, honestly. I, my mind just kind of went blank. But uh, he's kind of in that moment, I guess, of living his life, kind of questioning with all the haters and all the negative energy and all the different ways people are putting things out there. Like, maybe I just don't belong in this shit. It all comes off stupid and it's stinky like cat pee. Not a big fan of that. But cat pee rhymes with at peace. So where did I come from? Where did everything go now? At peace. And he repeats that. And it's a really nice, like, chorus that kind of solidifies where he's at, like this questioning song. Like... I'm not, I came from here. He's clearly gone on this journey, and it feels like he's moved along in this journey to a point where he doesn't necessarily remember where he's coming from in the beginning. And if we think about what the next song is titled, or sorry, what a couple of songs later is titled, it feels like we're moving somewhere different than where he's Absolutely. used to with his experience. Absolutely. Um, Anyway, then there's like another verse where he's like, you got no one else but yourself at the end of the day. That's okay. I'd have it no other way. Why is that dark? Because that's how this uh, life is a game that we find ourselves in. And if the game is difficult, then very few can win. So in a normal kind of subject, you know, I'm on my own. I don't necessarily trust everyone because the way the game is kind of stacked up, you're forced to play it where you do have to rely on yourself. Right. And the reason for that he's okay with that is because if the game's really fucking hard and he's able to rely on himself and win other people can't so stack your chips just to watch him fall or go before you can so like you can either try really hard and fail or just fucking give up no more to plan uh, uh, walk in empty halls am i just a man i don't think so no sir i gave my phone to her and dove right in i keep my head no fur i'm deep in water burning from within i will come out okay i know it's just a moment i pretend will never end so i think here he's kind of commenting on his grind and his ascent through music and his ability right. to like kind of flow through and he's kind of looking at 
just how hard he's tried and put himself out there sincerely with this blind faith kind of waiting for something to actually happen or come from it but i like again i I like the what you said sincerity the the raw honesty that he brings to it is what i'm really really liking and the and the aspect of like the ego death is really interesting with that because it's like he's really driving home the point of like get rid of ego and really just Mm. be one with yourself which is super cool um i gave this a 4.2 yeah then um he kind of keeps going right it's a pretty long song you know so I like when he's like, I feel it in my rage. All of his features fall upon my face. People learning nothing. Be the teachers I prefer to play. Um, I think that's interesting just there where it's like he can kind of see where it's uh, uh, the knowledge or whatever he's going for is right there. It's so like almost within his reach. Um, but he can't get it because, you know, in the sense, this whole track is kind of feels like you're flirting with success and not actually obtaining it. So people learning nothing be the teachers has me going. That's a fascinating point, because if you do look at the state of online advertising and all the bullshit ads, you stuff, it's like these people don't learn anything. Everyone just drops the same bullshit. It's, everyone falls for the same tricks, same scams over and over. And he's like, nah, I prefer to play. And now if we think back to it being a very difficult game, He's saying, fuck all your cheap tricks. I'm going to play this game and fucking win. I'm just having fun. Don't grab a gun or stab your son. I'd rather none of us on the run. So here he's kind of pointing out like, you know, on the real, let's not go down those negative paths and whatever. Instead, grab a blunt and enjoy some shit, you know? Then the way the beat drops is the second chorus kicks in and he kind of does it all different. He's really fucking cool. And then um, I like where he brings in that third verse where it's like ego death. We go fuck the rest till our final breath. You and me and I am you no less. Seagull ain't no pest. Um, And that's like funny because seagulls are a pest. But he's saying gull ain't no pest and he kind of flips it up a bit. Uh, That was pretty cool. Overall, the end of this is kind of more of a chant where it's like almost like getting rid of your ego and getting over yourself is a huge chest and when you can get rid of it that's the whole point um and i love how it just ends with hug a person talking about the love and fuck it enemy can get a plate uh so it's like after all of that negative shit he's ending up at this like epiphany of offering love and and giving as like a way to combat all of the negativity and it's it's possibly the most straightforward track on the album and i don't know i liked it a lot so for me it's a 4.5 I mean, just going through that, it kind of feels like placement of the album also makes sense. Yeah. Because he seems, and I'm and I'm saying this in context, but he seems a little egotistical throughout some of the songs in terms of just... But it felt a lot more like a young person, <clears throat> like trying to rationalize the complexities of life and whatnot more than... Right, I'm not trying like to say... Like a vain person. But this is why it's interesting because now we get to because because uh, I was just thinking about it like the tone is you said it the tone is different and everything's different here and the rest of the album also changes too. Yeah. So it's very interesting in terms of the placement. I also uh, would you give it? I gave it a four point five. Nice. So what did you give it? Four point two. Fair enough. Anyway, the next track is called <clears throat> Composition Nine. No, eleven. I think X is ten. Yeah, X, X is ten. All right, Composition Eleven. Alright, so this one again kinda rides on that like like different wave. Like after he was depressed in his room, super stoned, ignoring his mom, he got to this completely different vibe and I feel like um Lil Cuban sis over here really follows that through and 
I don't know, just like the way he kind of sings it in that broken, melancholy tone as he goes through this. And this song is like six minutes long, which you always well, got to question six minute long songs. I mean, it's like four minutes and the last minute and a half is just no, it's more like three minutes of instrumental. It's somewhere closer to like the three minute mark when the lyrics end. Really? Yeah, it's like that. That's how good the instrumental part at the end is. It's just so good to listen to. Like to me, this is one of the most memorably dope songs on the album, honestly, because it shows a lot of the versatility. We got slammed up so fucking hard, and so many of those hard, like you know, crazy chaotic, felt like he's tripping kind of songs. And now we're in this more serene, like vibey shit, like. But he's like, ooh, I can't believe I got my... And he's like singing it. Got myself played again. Thought we was cool. I thought we made amends. Could tell your friends, fuck what you say to them. I can't wait for us to find our way again. And it's almost like, again, it could be drugs. It could be people in his life. And I like the ambiguity where you're not really sure where the tribulation's coming from. Which I like. I like that because you can... Like, as a listener, you can always add your own version yeah of stuff. like you can just listen to it and really just kind of feel how you want to feel with what it is it's really nice and then i like when he's like wading through the pain deflating all the rain i created all these things no use and then it's interesting right like he's just trying to like float through the situation he created all this music all this trying to things nothing like ended it he's still like part of the turmoil of his existence maybe i'll fall maybe i'll rise but if anything a person really tried and i know i know and then that, that was cool too. Just that like I'm out there and I'm putting my all into this. And I know that that effort's going to amount to something. Even if it doesn't like count in the end of the day. I know I put that effort in. Which is more than others can say kind of thing. You know. Doing it for all. Doing it for I. But a balance is required to survive and to fly. And that's an interesting point right. Because it has to be a balance in this music game. Between your fans and what they want from you. Like I have to consider as we choose albums. Would the behind that suit audience. That have subscribed to mm -hmm. us. The almost 2000 people. Do they give a shit about Lil Darky? I don't know. I took the gamble that y'all would care. Y'all show us some Lil Darky in my opinion. Um, and but a balance is required to survive and fly you have to consider like the middle point between what i want to do and what y'all want from me and right. he has to have that and all of all creators have to have that kind of conversation it isn't just fuck what the fans think i'm gonna make what i want even that is an image to attract a particular type of fan mm -hmm. anyway I like the way he's like wide open space. The way he does that is kind of cool. I and mean, he kind of breaks up the word open into a, a, like two bars almost. And then I don't know what the fuck 10 day is, but he used to bump that while taking acid to rap. Then stays in the past. He let blessing shit amass in your ass. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um, I just thought like over 10 days, the debut mixtape by American rapper Chance the Rapper it was released April 3, 12, uh, 2012 independently as free then digital download. He's bumping that, then Acid Rap is his next one. I see what's going on. This days in the past, anyway. So, toxins we pollute and not a human. That's an, it's an issue, I'm assuming. So, I guess we're fucking up what it is to be human with the drugs, the food we eat, everything else. Um, God been chilling in my spirit. I can feel him. I can hear it. I know. And I like that because in the middle of the toxins, toxins and everything else everything you can feel like god is holding him together and whatnot like there is that solaceness and this comfort in this track that isn't necessarily there 
and the other ones. You may not understand that, but we all return to where we once were, which is kind of looking at death and shit like that. But also maybe from a more spiritual sense, from that Gaia pool of life and then returning to it. Uh, words and code written by my hands now, in my skin from within, tell me how I could pretend that I know. I never thought I would see this place again. I never thought I knew, but illusions can end. So go tell your friends, but you can't say to them that beauty we forget and can't express. And then you're just like looking at this and you're like, man, he's kind of got all this ability to communicate. Um, the way he puts, you know, when I see written in my hands now, I feel like this is pen game and his ability to communicate. But then when it comes to the realness, it's a lot more complicated when it's in a personal situation. I don't know. And then it just kind of has a few more lines or whatever and it just plays out in this beautiful dark but like hopeful melancholy styled like i said it's almost three minutes pure instrumental and it's fucking beautiful and to me it really just sells the song and gives you something to ride on before we get some i think wendigo coming back and um anyway like i said composition 11 file 5 masterpiece track right here for myself uh i really did enjoy this track uh, I did say when I was reviewing it that I need to go back to it and really kind of sit down and have my own time with it. Um, but I really, really like this like this change that we're getting in terms of the album and how he's like kind of trying to bring us up from the darkness and he's trying to kind of show us another side of what we've been getting. So that's really cool. I gave it a 4.5 on 5. I think the production of it is stellar. Alright, so the next track's called I'm Gonna Stop Doing Drugs. I love the way that Wendigo comes back being the genius that he is with that really cool like do 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 bass kinda like driven shit going. Kinda gives me this like skateboarding feel. Got this punk ass fucking feel to it again. And then uh yeah, we get more of a punk ass scrap feel to it, like uh, the way that uh little darky hits it and I fucking love it, you know take my drugs away and the key to the nissan and drive my ass to the desert to be gone i got good weed and a cookie to feed on a real good fucking day so it's like i'm too fucked up take my keys uh, i'm gonna drive and i like that if you're gonna do drugs don't drive and he's fucking loaded and he's gone and then i like that hey hey look away wait wait i'm confused you realize he's taking the drugs and driving right oh Take my drugs and the key to the Nissan and drive oh, my whatever. ass to the desert to be gone. I got oh, good weed. Sorry, he's good. doing drugs after. I don't feel like he's doing drugs. He's saying, like, take them with him. That's what I took. He could be doing drugs and driving. I don't condone doing drugs and driving. Either way, so maybe he's high while he's driving. Maybe he goes to the desert and then gets high and has a really fucking good day. I'm going with that one. Don't look at me. Can't look at myself. Talk to the mushroom. Good for my health. Tell me to chill with the drug that I'm dealt. Thanks, Mr. Mushroom. Eat them up. Melt. Like a mushroom melt. Yep. I like that because it's like if you're on mushrooms, you would talk to the mushroom who would be like, eat me. Get even higher. And then he's like, pilosin, which is a reference to the drug in uh, mushrooms. I think I could be wrong. In my brain, AA, I'm insane. And then after all of that, he's like, I'm going to stop doing drugs now. They ain't going to stop doing drugs now. I'm going to stop doing drugs now. That's why mama pray. And it's like mama's praying for him to stop doing drugs now. But even as he's claiming I'm going to stop, it's almost like they're not going to stop. No one's going to really stop. It's just kind of like this desire that people have because 
Withdrawal symptoms in all victims, mental spliff, and I might have to yak uck. Nobody really likes menthol these days. I used to like menthol cigarettes. I don't know why everyone hates menthol. What was the look on your face? I'm looking up what Pilosin is. It's P-I-L-O-C-I-N, but it seems to be like a medical thing for, um, according to 1MG.com, it's something for like hemorrhoids, itching, pain, bleeding, anal fissures, and burning pain after. Maybe it's just being goofy. I don't know. Either way, uh, acid send him through dimension, life extension, give me all that back. So, you know, looking at different drugs, looking. I like how cigarettes gets included. Yes, just one pill from a cigarette, please. Yes, I beg you, I'm here on my knees. And that's crazy because if you think about people craving a cigarette, they'll do some desperate ass shit. That's all I'm trying to say. You know where I could find a bag of them trees, cough and wheeze, a bigger cough and sneeze? And I like the way he made that rhyme, cough and wheeze, cough and sneeze, the way he just did that shit. Mm-hmm. It was just really well done. And then, at true, at true, when you do cocaine, I'm a college student, I'm so plain. I thought that was hilarious because college students do like to do cocaine like basic white girls. Um, and I mean, like, the people who do coke in college to be cool are like basic white girls. Not saying basic white girls do cocaine, although... Um, I do Adderall. It's methamphetamine. It's true, y'all. It's kind of what Adderall is. But I remain insane. I'm a fiend. I feel like shit when I did not get my fix. And now I'm broke. Suck dicks. I die. I choke. I mix. I choke. I sleep. I woke. Ah, whoa. I just fucking ends. It's another rush. And I feel like now we're looking at maybe more of the negative side of this drug world and he's looking at the different drugs and the way it's just everywhere so as much as you might want to stop doing drugs when you do try to pull yourself out of it it's like everywhere you see from everything from cigarettes to alcohol to like all of it's just there either way i thought this was another fire fucking track from wendigo the genius on the beat 4.5 on 5 i gave this a 3.5 on 5 what the fuck are you talking about just because this kind of felt like this was just one of the songs that was so heavy to me that I was just like, talk to the hands. No, the brain no. don't understand. I like, I like the what he's doing creatively and like this whole sporadic of like withdrawing and losing your mind with this. I, I get it, but I was no state, no state to deal with that. Wendigo, I got you. Alright, let's move on to the last track on this adventure as we've gone through Lil Darky's mind as we talk about rap music. But this is spelt like a sandwich rapper when you rap a blunt with a W. Or a present. You're fucking boring. I find it fucking hilarious that this is like the most hip-hop hip hop yeah. track on the project and it's called rap with like the w almost making fun of the idea of it whereas rap music did not sound like the hip-hop that i think many people would come to expect in these days so i like that i thought that was a again kind of like trollish in a sense <clears throat> but lyrically it's fucking dope man uh put your mind to it and do it the fluids do it better stir it for its ruin goodness sake boom got brain ideas whatever just fucking jump in get it done stop procrastinating move ain't no more leaves in the trees hood is raked but i'm baked because i got it imported where they make it at i'm supposing this is hash that he's smoking and good baked imported hash because it's usually got words like moroccan hash and afghan hash and shit like that i hear the bacon splat you know we talk taking that back home and put the chrome in front of your dome and say please stop littering and jittering so much with a finger i could touch on the trigger like a clutch 
So I feel like he's kind of going at cops there a little bit back in his environment. But also commenting on people who are littering. But it, that could be both literally garbage but also polluting like the neighborhood and using his gun. He could like take care of the situation. Yep. So I like how it kind of flipped in a more positive direction almost from where he's coming from. Switch gears, ditch peers that be rolling the Dutch. Ho, you must be retarded throwing guys up in that flavoring, savoring it much and behaving like a rapper, rapper, rapper around the clutch. Oof. So I like how he's like... I love that behaving like a rapper, wrap a rapper around the clutch. So that's like putting a rapper around the clutch before he cops it off to make sure that well, the crutch. Oh, whatever. Ah, right. So I guess you're drugs and you're wrapping it up. Fuck, eh? So I'm behaving like a rapper by smoking a blunt. Raw paper that I'm favoring because raw's the best fucking papers. Um, rap music and if it's slap, choose it. If you a fruit bruising it, that means you shoot twosing and never threes. Pearson, be with my G's. Y'all fall flat. These probably swarming with bees. I don't have a lot of comment on it. It just feels like this is more. Y'all in... fall from trees that probably swarming with bees. But it kind of has like a more <laughs> hip hop aggressive. Like, yo, I'm fucking fine. You guys want me yeah. to be a rapper? I'm gonna be a fucking rapper. I'm gonna do all the rap things that you want me to do. Be with my G's, yo. And I kind of like it because after this whole project where he's done like everything else, it's a bit of a fuck you to people who like don't think he has it in him to go ahead and do something more conventional mm -hmm. also who's the genius on the beat wendigo um i don't know he goes on with a lot of other things i like when he goes sometimes i forget that every blunt is different and every hit i take i should be living in and it's almost like every it, it's not necessarily that the weed gets you high in different ways but that every time you hit the blunt you're in a different moment in life and you should take the time to appreciate those moments that you're actually living in. But instead, he's stressed and absent-minded. I keep the rats from finding out where all my cheese is hiding. I keep it wrapped in binding. So it's another use of wrapped. And that's wrapping up your money in stocks so that people don't necessarily know where it is. <clears throat> but then I realized everything has passed me by. And stressing out has left me worried about your last reply. I have to power through and overcome myself. Defy the Oz bitch. I like a challenge so I'd be finding Oz. And that's interesting because, you know, finding Oz is like going through the whole story yeah. of the Wizard of Oz and shit. But in a sense, it's like finding your inner strength and your inner power. Because what right. did you find when you find Oz? Your heart and your courage and all of that shit. But so I like how he's kind of learning the life lessons within this. And I, I, just the way he puts this poetry down in this flow of consciousness way where it's these snippets of ideas that are kind of grouped together. It's truly amazing. I mean, if we jump just ahead, um, Wild West sickening, yeah, I ended up around here, down here, downside of town. We're not for the bickering. We'd be looking at the road where we go. You ain't care enough to know and the plot more than thickening. Write a story, let it go. That's a mandatory note. Foes outside and looking in or maybe in or looking out. Be a sinner. That's a route. Person shout. That's a rap. Tell them when to go. That's how he wraps it up using rap again. He's like in seven ways in this fucking song. But I kind of like how at the end it's like when you're down here it's not really about the beef or anything it's like you don't really care about what's up i'm gonna paint the pictures of the story for how i see it and when i'm doing it mm -hmm. and maybe i'm misinterpreting that bit either way i fucking like this song a lot but it was a fantastic way to end the album it, it's just like it's another five on five and i like the way it starts where it's like it's okay for music to not be about everything 
or anything. And it's just like, it's okay sometimes to just write a fucking song and have some fun with it. And then he comes in and does like this hip hoppy track to kind of slap back at people. Like, I just thought it was brilliant. And so, yeah, five on five. Oh, nice. Um, I don't really have much to say. I kind of burnt out at this point, but I did enjoy the hip hop uh, style of it. I did like, like, this was a nice little wrap up to the whole project just because uh i as well kind of took it as more like he's proven to everybody that yeah he can go out and do what he needs to do and, and do what he wants to do but he can also fall into the same lanes that people want to put him in as like you want to call me a rapper i'll be a rapper and he did a really nice job doing it i, gave I it think a four it's more five. like you think i can't rap but fuck you i can't right i gave it a four on five anyway so to wrap up this album review um, uh-huh. I gave the project a 4.632. This album's fantastic. Um, I saw Little Darky released a lot of shit over the last year or two, and it makes me really encouraged to check it out. Um, I get the feeling from some of the comments I read online, maybe it's a little different than his other work. This album, his past work to this one might be different. I don't really care. I'm really curious about him, his collective. It's like, it's really exciting. I'm definitely gonna keep my eye on Lil Darky. I followed him on Twitter. He, I hope he like talks to me and watches this review. And Lil Darky, if you wanna do an interview, holla, we can have a little chit chat. But um, yeah, I just thought it was incredible. Like it's a versatile experience where honestly, there's not two songs that sound exactly the same. There's a couple of vibes that we're getting. Some of the more aggressive punk shit, some of the more wavy stuff. The one rap song um but in general he manages to come at it differently all the time he manages to write this invigorating layered poetry that forces us to really like stop and take a, a think like what is he trying to communicate through this track and his lyrics aren't vapid like there's just so much going on within them and so i'm just i'm really impressed like this definitely is going to be a contender for like my end of year album list because we didn't do one this year so i'm prepping for next year but like right off the jump what an amazing start to the year as far as albums go i'm like fucking really excited that we got to talk about this i would recommend it if you're into that jpeg mafia if you're into that like new metal-esque hip-hop screamy that more punky side of triple extentation like if you're into that world you probably like this nice i gave the album a 4.06 on 5 that's just the math behind it i do like this project i think that is very uh diverse it's got many styles little darky can perform on many levels which is really amazing uh but i'm more of the hip-hop guy i'm not really into the heavy screaming rapid whatever uh but i did like it it was a nice way to start i do agree it's a nice way to start off the year it was something that really got me back into reviewing and really like oh shit like new music new fresh start let's do this i like it fair enough so thank y'all for watching totally look forward to reading your comments seeing what you have to think about this review about this project what is the next little darky album that we should listen to do you think the collectives are dope just in general like to me it was just a random find due to timing and nobody else releasing shit so cool on you little darky for dropping some shit on january 1st bold move um like the video if you did dislike the video if you didn't 
Subscribe to the channel for more reviews and special thanks to the patrons Ismail Gadamsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Lindo Williams, Coney Sparks, and Scribble. Your support will be do help us get a new camera, help us get over on the Spotify's and whatnot. They're gonna help us achieve the next level. And if you wanna help them too, you can be like them and tell us what albums you wanna see us review. And that's what they get to do. So expect some other requests in the near future. We know we're a little late. Um anyway, we also make music ourselves that's fun you can check that out on this channel i dropped an album in october got a new one i'm working on and yeah we're busy beavers up in here and in the great words of the vulcans live long and prosper everyone